and I'm going to get this party started. So for those of you that do not know who I am, this is Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40. If you're Dorcas, it's 9.40 in the morning. If it's mountain time, well, then it's 7.40 in the morning, which seems a little more reasonable. Um, adjust for your time zone. If you ever miss any of these calls, you can go to the sound, soundcloud.com, put in Frank Lomas and TR90, and the calls are archived back eight years now. Um, he's got them organized by years, I understand. The other thing is that he says there's another way you can get to it now, and I believe it's through the SoundCloud app as well. Or... I want to think it might be some sort of podcast thing. So with that being said, thank you to both Frank and Brian because Brian helps with the recordings and Frank posts them and I don't know what we would do without our two technical wizard geniuses. This TR9, The TR90 program in a nutshell is one really clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, getting at least 30 grams of protein at three of those meals. That's very important. Taking the supplements, if you can, 20 minutes before your meals. If not, do take them with your meals because it'll still work. It just won't work as optimally as it was originally designed. Getting plenty of rest, seven to eight hours. Really important to make sure that you get that rest because that um, helps reset the hormones. It does a whole bunch of stuff stuff drinking plenty of fluid the current thinking is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh so if for instance you weigh 100 pounds you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water if you're not at that level yet start with wherever you're at and build up to it um, I know it takes practice but that's one of those things that's really good because the water actually helps clear toxins out of your system and has a really important function to help keep the kidneys flowing and everything else. Making sure to also get seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables um, or more daily because that gives you your fiber, that gives you a lot of micronutrients that you might not otherwise get. Let's see. Exercise. Minimum of five days a week at 30 minutes, moderately or heavily. Um, if you're exercising really hard, you may have to drink more water than the one ounce for two pounds because your body's losing more fluid and so you'll need to replace that in order to stay hydrated. Hopefully I remembered all of it because that I don't usually do it in that particular order. I have been finding information to share with you out of a book that's called Superfoods, Health Styles, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. Um, last week I started with some information on sleep and why it's really super important for us to um, look at that. I'm going to review all of the things that I talked about last week about how to get a good night's sleep hopefully in a nutshell before I get into the newer material of what I didn't go over yet, which is establishing a regular bedtime routine, limiting 
soft drinks that contain caffeine. Um, I find for myself that if it's after about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, if I have a caffeinated beverage, it's not good. Um, another book that you might want to think about is Solve Your Child's Sleep Problems by Richard Ferber, spelled F-E-R-B-E-R-M-B. And that's called Solve Your Child's Sleep Problems. It's got some good um, thoughts on how to teach babies and children how to get to sleep but and get plenty of sleep, but lots of good information in there for adults as well. How to get a good night's sleep? Try to go to bed and arise at the same time each day. Sleep in a cool, dark room. Take a warm bath an hour before bedtime because um, that will help your body temperature to drop, which will actually trigger that um, sleep, helps to induce sleep. If you exercise late in the afternoon, it should not be less than four hours before your re- prior to your regular bedtime. And like a bath, the exercise will raise your body temperature and trigger, and that um, triggering that rise in body temperature, if it stays elevated too close to bedtime, it may make sleep elusive. Minimize alcohol consumption. While it might help you fall asleep, it won't help you get a deep restorative sleep. Avoid caffeine 8 to 12 hours before bedtime. Don't eat dinner too close to bedtime. And I think that was where I had left off. And this is where I'm going to pick it up. Complex carbohydrates can boost serotonin levels in your brain, which turn, in turn relax you and help induce sleepiness. If you do have an evening snack, make it a complex carb like a slice of toasted wheat or wheat bread with some peanut butter. Be careful about the supplements you use to promote sleep. While the herbal supplement valerian is touted to make you sleepy, studies have been inconclusive. Also, avoid the herb kava kava, as there has been several reports of liver damage with that particular herb. Try melatonin. This is a hormone that's produced by the body to promote sleepiness and can help reset your internal clock and thus help you overcome jet lag or temporary difficulty in falling asleep. A dose of 0.1 to 0.5 milligrams a day should be enough. He recommends taking it, um, that's Dr. Pratt, recommends taking it for no more than two to three weeks at a time. There's no long-term safety data on daily use of the melatonin supplements. If you are on antidepressants, Check with your healthcare professional before taking any oral sleep medication. Check any medications you may be taking to make sure that they don't interfere with sleep. Calcium channel blockers such as cardizium and procardia, as well as steroids, decongestants, and some pain relievers can interfere with restful sleep. Some people find that an open window and or a fan in the room helps them to follow sleep. Circulating air and the steady drone, otherwise known as white noise, can and can be a, can be sleep inducing. Do you love your pillow? A great pillow is a great encouragement for a good night's sleep. Invest in a new one if you're spending your nights 
punching and rearranging the one you have now. Drink some warm milk before bedtime. Milk and dairy products contain tryptophan, which is a natural sleep enhancer. Another thought on that, um, if you're experiencing inflammation, you might want to put a little bit of turmeric in there, which then creates a drink that's called golden milk, which will also be very uh, health beneficial. Throw out cigarettes. When smokers go to bed, they may experience nicotine withdrawal, which has been linked with difficulty falling asleep. Let the sun shine in, as sunlight is an essential element in helping us to synchronize our body clocks, leaving your sunglasses off after 8 a.m. For more information on sleep and sleep-related disorders, here are some other resources. The first one is the American Insomnia Association, and they have a website. That is www.americaninsomniaassociation.org. And insomnia, American Insomnia Association is all spelled out, no breaks whatsoever. So they're, they're all one letter right after the other, .org. The American Sleep Apnea Association. And their website is www.sleepapnea. Org, and that, so that's S-L-E-E-P-A-P-N-E-A dot org. So you've got two dot orgs there. The American Insomnia Association and the Sleep Apnea, which are both dot orgs. The National Sleep Foundation, which is located at www.sleepfoundation.org. Again, no spaces. The Restless Legs Foundation, their um, website is www.rls.org. And the last one is Sleep Home Pages at www.sleephomepages.org. Again, no spaces. Everything's spelled out. So there are some thoughts. Um, another thing, another natural thing that might help is hops, and I've got to figure out how that actually helps. Studies in Okinawa and Japanese elderly highlight the synergy between lifestyle and sleep health. These studies suggest that exercise, walking, short naps, and a daily diet were important factor were important factors in good sleep habits. A 20-minute nap during the day can be beneficial, and I can attest to that because there have been times over the years where I've been sleep-deprived and I've actually taken a 20-minute nap, 15 to 20-minute nap during lunchtime, and that just made a world of difference. Putting aside early afternoon naps, or early afternoon to nap appears to help older adults compensate for the sleep problems that tend to occur with age. New research shows U.S. and U.S. investigators found that people between the ages of 55 and 85 who had the opportunity to nap between 2 and 4 performed better on tests of mental ability and had little trouble falling asleep at night. Older adults who took naps got an average of one hour more of sleep each day they napped, giving them more than seven hours and close to the average of young adults. 
So it's really important to get that, <clears throat> start those good, healthy sleep habits. And with that, I think I have reached the end of what I had to share with you today about um, sleep and why it is so important. And as I said er, said last week, Dr. Pratt recommends that if you're really having struggling with losing weight, first thing is work on the sleep because that does help reset, help to reset those hormones. With that being said. I want to thank everyone for joining us today. Make sure to get plenty of exercise. If you get a chance to get out in the fresh air, that will definitely help. I'm going to take everybody off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. And so there you are, my friends. Sleep, why it is important for us to do. <laughs> yes. I really work at my sleep right now, and that's one of the things that the Fitbit does. And what I find, I don't know about you, but for me to get a full seven hours of sleep, I actually need to be in bed for eight hours because of the times that I get up to go to the bathroom, et cetera. Um, that was one of the things that they sort of enforced, on, I say they, when I was going to karate camps, they since I'm an early riser, they didn't want me getting up early. And so I had to lay there and wait until it was time to get up. And it was frustrating as all get up, but it is a good habit to get into. So if you do wake up early, just kind of lay there and relax. And, you know, you can tense muscles and then relax them, and that sometimes will help you fall back to sleep. That's definitely um, something that I learned to do way back when I was in high school, something self-taught because I read someplace that that was important where you tense each muscle up starting at your toes and then relax it and then your feet and you tense those up and relax those. And as you travel up your body, eventually it helps your whole body to relax so you can fall asleep. So That's there a good one. is another the other, Another one is to sing to yourself. Now you're going to laugh at me. I have two songs I sing. And one of them is my grand, well, stuff that I've known as a teacher. Um, you know the song, one, two, three, four, five, once I caught a fish alive. I sing that to myself. Do you know sometimes I don't make it to the end of the song? The other one is A, B, C, D, E, F, G, just stuff you know by rote. And I sing it to myself, and often it's like once or twice, and I'm off dreaming again. So... Those are things that you can do. And the other thing I do is I say the Lord's Prayer. Definitely. And that helps. That helps me. There's lots of times I don't remember getting to the end of the prayer. I'm asleep. So those are things that you do. And my sister does another one. She's a Canadian. And what she does is she starts at Montreal, and she knows the map of Canada, and she takes herself on a walk around the boundaries of Canada and the Great Lakes, etc. And she says she never makes it all the way around. <laughs> so you could do that with the United States or you could do it with your own state. It's another just things that you can do to calm yourself down. And, you know, when you're so busy doing it and all of a sudden you're off dreaming again. So those are, those are my techniques. I don't know what you do. Um, sometimes... If 
I've been awake for a while and I've tried those types of things and they don't work. Sometimes I get up and I just take a short walk out onto the deck and just sit outside and look at the stars if the weather's good. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's another one. Just sitting there for a few minutes and then it gives my body a chance to kind of reset itself. Then I go back to bed and snuggle in and I'm off to dreamland. <laughs> Yes, yes. Actually, it's not the middle of the night that I have trouble. It's like I'll wake up at 5.30. And Uh it's like, I don't want to get up at 5.30. I want to sleep for another two or three hours. And so that's where the the singing comes in. And um, I can, I'm getting, I've gotten quite a lot better at putting myself to sleep. Has anybody else got any techniques they want to share with us? Don't all speak at once. Well, we do have that our new skin sleep time um, formula, and that does work. Um, oh, I take that too. Yep. So, and if you're taking youth at night, that may help as well because it's got some of those omega threes in it that um, kind of help calm the brain too. So. Oh, I do all that. My thing is, is, is not, it's not going to sleep. I am really good at going to sleep. It's 5.30 in the morning, or like this morning I woke up at 6.30. And so I got up and went to the bathroom, uh, walked about the house for a little few minutes, and then put myself back to bed again. And I actually did fall back to sleep. There's something else that I've tried that does seem to help as well, and that's Box Rescue Remedy. The sleep melts, uh, and Bach is spelled B-A-C-H, rescue okay. remedy. And it's... Um, oh, I know that, yes. It's, it's, an, it's a company that does a lot of herbal uh, formulas, and whatever they've got in that sleep, the sleep melt, I'm finding that that's been very helpful, well, particularly since we've had the pandemic. Gee, can't imagine why I wouldn't want to fall asleep. And it's not because they don't try to. Uh, you can also try putting on amber-colored glasses and limiting your screen time about an hour before bedtime. If you can't, mm-hmm. wearing the amber-colored glasses helps to filter out that blue light and actually, which stimulates your brain. So the amber counterbalances it and helps to calm the brain down so you can actually fall asleep. So there's a couple other suggestions. Okay, and the other thing too now, when you wake up earlier in the morning and the light is starting, I actually have iPads. I don't wear them all night because the doc told me not to, but at um, five or six o'clock or seven o'clock in the morning when the light is coming up and I don't want to get up yet, um, I put on my iPads and so that knocks the, the light out as well. So that's another little technique and you can get those online on Amazon, etc., and they're not expensive. And if you get the ones that are contoured, that actually is better for your eyes because it doesn't put the pressure on them. Yes, I I have a one I have one that has a a little kind of bubble. So, anyway, oops, I hear a background noise. Someone's telling us we have to stop talking. Yes, we do. And Facebook Live is up for those of you that are interested. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye, and we'll see you tomorrow.
have yep, and tomorrow we have um what? Victoria doing a um what doing her meditation. So that's always exciting. I love her meditation sessions. So we'll see you then. And thank you, Susan. Thank you.